Good morning and welcome to the Faith Lutheran Church, Oregon, Wisconsin podcast. It's Sexagesima Sunday, uh, which means it's about 60 days before Easter. We're in a season called the Jesimatide, uh, or pre-Lent. Uh, if Lent is our journey with Christ uh, to the cross uh, and Holy Week in His Passion, pre-Lent, or the Jesima season, is about packing for that trip. Last week we packed with grace. This week we'll pack with scripture. And our lesson for this Sexagesima Sunday is from Isaiah chapter 55, verses 10 through 13. Just as the rain and the snow come down from the sky and do not return there, unless they first water the earth and make it give birth and cause it to sprout, so to give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, in the same way, my word that goes out from my mouth will not return to me empty. Rather, it will accomplish whatever I please, and it will succeed in the purpose for which I sent it. Yes, you will go out with joy, and in peace you will be carried along. The mountains and the hills will break out in shouts of joy before you, and in all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of thorns, a fir tree will grow up. Instead of briars, a myrtle tree will grow up. This will make a name for the Lord. It will serve as an everlasting sign that will not be cut off. And we pray. These words are your words, Heavenly Father. Sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth, and it is your power. Amen. Just as the rain and the snow come down from the sky and do not return there, but keep falling and falling and falling and falling, Isaiah gives the image of rain and snow, which are very appropriate for us today, having had both rain and snow last night. But he says how they, they water the earth and make it give birth and cause it to sprout. In other words, how the, the rain and the snow, how they do something. And we look outside and, and we see how much of a pain it is to deal with and how, how, trouble, how troubling it is to drive in and how tiring it is to shovel it and how frustrating the ice is to, to deal with. But as much as we complain about it, it's good. There are benefits to the, the rain and the snow that God provides. And even this year, even though we can't see it and instead only see the negatives of it. I was reading recently about the effects of a cold winter, and I'm not sure if this year applies, but they say that a long cold winter is good because snow locks up water, uh, and if the winter stays cold, it slowly releases the water uh, into the soil in the spring. It's good for planting that way. As opposed to a, an early or rapid release of water year-round or uh, during warm winters or when uh, the, the snow melts early and it leaves the soil dry at the hottest time of the year. Out west, I guess that's the reason they've had so many forest fires lately because the winters have been so warm. Even though we can't see what purpose the snow is serving and what it, what it is accomplishing, it is. Uh, we might despise all this snow, but it's good. We need it. There's a reason the Midwest is so good for farming, because of the cold and the snow that God provides. 
The snow serves a purpose. It does something. It actually works. In Isaiah's words, it causes the earth to give birth and to give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. And it's this picture that God uses to apply to his word. God's word actually does something. It actually works. And maybe this is obvious to us, but it's worth meditating on because this is actually the least believed or trusted thing about God's word that has power. American Christianity tends to emphasize the, the inspiration of Scripture, that God actually wrote it. And most will talk about the, the inerrancy and infallibility of Scripture, that Scripture is not only without error, but is unable to err. And all those things are true things. God's Word is true. It informs us and instructs us about true things. And we rejoice that God has given us the Scripture that establishes our teaching and our doctrine and tells us how to live. But God's Word is more than just instruction. It's more than just information. God's Word is clear. God has written exactly what He wants us to know on the page. We don't need some special knowledge to understand it. God's Word is sufficient. It is everything we need to know for our salvation. We don't need to rely on personal experiences or anything else to know what God thinks about us or to know that we are saved. And most importantly, God's Word works. It is awesome. It is awesome. Rain and the snow, they water the earth. They do something. They have power. And they cause the soil to spring forth, not because of the soil, but because of the water. And that's just a small picture of the incredible and awesome power of God's Word. Lutherans are accredited with the phrase Scripture alone, or sola scriptura. But just about every other denomination out there borrows it. But when they do, they add something to it. They add an and and an if. God's word works if you accept it. God's word works if you receive it. God's word works if you commit yourself. And so, Scripture alone becomes Scripture and you. Scripture and your reason, or Scripture and your senses. Now, for most denominations, Scripture just tells us what to do, but then it's up to us to make it count. But all that does is to make salvation a potential. God gives you the information, but it's up to you to follow the instructions and to be saved. But if the Bible is the very Word of God, then it's a very different kind of word. Most human words are descriptive, but God's Word is creative. I can tell you if it's light or dark, but God says, let there be light, and there's light from darkness. The Word creates light. 
I can tell you if it's stormy or cloud or, or calm outside, but Jesus sees the storm that terrified the disciples and he says, be still. And the waves went to sleep. I can tell you if someone is dead or alive, but Jesus sees Lazarus dead in the tomb for four days and he says, come out. And Lazarus wakes up from the dead. God sees your dead heart, and without any power in you, He says to you, believe. And you believe. Faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. Faith is created not because you accepted God's word, not because you committed yourself, but because God's word is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. When we use the phrase scripture alone, not only do we mean that God's word alone has all the information needed for your salvation, but that it alone has the power to give you that salvation. And it does. It is awesome. It is the authority of God to bring God's grace to you that is centered in Jesus and to create faith in your heart. God's word works. In Isaiah's imagery, we were dead in our trespasses and our sins. We were unable to bring forth any good. We could not by our own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ our Lord or come to him. The only thing that we could produce were thorns and briars. We could only cause more pain and more hurt. And so, God planted his word in you, in your barren and dead and dry ground. Without any strength or will of your own, he causes you to sprout forth in faith. It says, instead of thorns, a fir tree will grow up. Instead of briars, a myrtle tree will grow up. So what does this mean? It means that God's word accomplishes whatever God pleases. It's not whatever I want, but whatever God wants. And I'm constantly amazed at this. As a pastor, I think I have all these great ideas for things that will, will grow the church and, and make God's word work. And then God brings growth from another way. From a simple conversation or from the simple word spoken at baptism. God's word accomplishes what God pleases. And like snow, it doesn't look like much. We might not be able to sense it working, but it is. And that means we don't need to add anything to it. We don't need to make God's word uh, any different. God's word doesn't need any help from us. It's not up to us to make God's word flashy or effective or attractive. And what a burden that lifts from us, right? If God is going to cause it to sprout forth, that's not on us. He will give the growth when and where he wills. You don't need to spice the gospel up. You don't need to worry about it being boring. You don't need to worry if you've done enough because God's word works. 
So if you have a friend that's hurting, tell them that Jesus shares their burden. Proclaim the gospel to them. It works. If you have a relative doubting, tell them that even the apostles doubted and that Jesus gave them his word of peace through his word to strengthen and preserve them unto eternal life. Give them the gospel. It works. And I know this because that's what you are going to receive today. Jesus says, take my body and my blood. It is given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. This will strengthen and preserve you in the true faith unto life everlasting. My word works. So you will go out with joy and in peace you will be carried along. It's what you received at your baptism. At your baptism, God united water with his word and gave you his name. You who are dead in your trespasses and sins, God caused to spring forth to new life. His word in baptism is, is an everlasting sign for you that will not be cut off. Here in town, we have the Oak Hill Correctional Institute, the prison. I'm hoping to, to get involved in a Bible study rotation there with another pastor of our fellowship. And I'm excited if I get a chance to do it because of a comment that I heard years ago uh, from another pastor who was involved in prison ministry. He said that every time I go to the prison, I get to witness these sinners there, hear that God has forgiven them all their sins. And when everyone else around them is, is telling them and expecting them to make up for their previous actions, the gospel says that God has paid for their sins in Christ. Jesus has justified them. And what a blessing and encouragement that is just to see people hear the gospel for the first time. And he said the best part is that I don't do anything. The Word does everything. I don't give anything at all, but I go there and I get so much. God is the one to make His Word work. God's Word works for you too. It's because of Scripture alone you will go out with joy and in peace you will be carried along. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen.